This episode of the Opie Radio Podcast, sponsored by Bird Dogs. By the way, they reached out to me and the response on their ad on this podcast was phenomenal. They're so effing happy. And they're thanking me and I'm like, don't thank me. You guys got the insanely comfortable shorts, pants, joggers with the built-in underwear. Love my bird dogs. Go to birddogs.com, enter the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, to check it out for yourself. And if you buy anything, they're going to throw in a free bird dogs whistle tip football. That's birddogs.com, promo code OPIE. All right, all right, all right. Yes, it looks like we are live from uh, what? The Glass Box Studio, of course. 500 feet above New York City, above the Hudson River. What's up, Nero Wynn off the YouTube? You are first on the live stream. You are first on the YouTube. Congratulations to Nero Wynn. You get nothing. Glenda Pedro. And then we got Rachel. She's uh, first on the Facebook all the way up there in Minnesota, which I believe it's already snowing, right? You're in the middle of winter, I believe. I think so. I think that's about right. Uh, who else we got? Steven uh, Vigicante. I think I got your name right finally, Steven. I think I figured it out. Steven Vigicante, I think. And then you got the Aaron Lewis from Stained. Then you got the Jennifer Ferris off the Facebook. You got uh, Nick Skelly. He looks uh, relatively new. We'll see if he's a good guy or a bad guy. They usually expose themselves pretty early on in the process. Uh, thermal chill. What's up, buddy? It's been a bit. Well, the first. Oh, this guy spam. Look, he's spamming the room by just saying, who cares, dude? You're on the big screen. Can you, like, move on now? Thank you. I would appreciate it. Thank you very. No, he can't help himself. One moment, please. You are Oh, my God. I might have blocked the wrong person. I don't know. Wait, let me make sure I block this idiot. You are gone. So first observation, uh, my hair still stinks. I can't even put it up. I can't even use like a rubber band or something until I get it fixed. I'm, I'm stuffing like pieces of my hair under my hat. It's just a fucking nightmare. I finally get a haircut after, what, a year and a half, and I get a really, really bad haircut. I thought you didn't block people. Didn't you get mad when the scooter company blocked you? <laughs> These people are insane. Go back and listen. I did not. I actually laughed how ridiculous it was that the, the scooter company blocked me. I didn't get mad. The reality is every single person that has social media blocks people. And, uh, you know, and then every once in a while, and I've done it too, Howard Stern blocked me, and then I, it was like bragging rights, and I showed the tweet like, oh, look, he couldn't handle it. But the fact is we all block people no matter who we are, so relax. But as far as the scooter company goes, no, I didn't. I wasn't mad because they blocked me. I thought it was hilarious that I had a huge issue with their electric scooter, almost broke my neck. And in the end, they're mad at me, and they end up blocking me because I, I called them out on their uh, their shitty uh, product. But I didn't actually get mad. I thought it was ridiculously kind of it was kind of humorous, actually. 
Imagine hating Opie, but hanging on to his every single word and know what happens in his life every single day. Yeah, it's kind of weird, right, Jennifer Ferris? It's very, very strange. The obsession is real with these people. With these people. Oh, who's texting me? Oh, wait, let's see who we got. Oh, it could be an exclusive. Hi, it's AT&T. Did you know it's Cybersecurity Awareness Month? Oh, my God. You know, we all get the same deal, by the way. Let's not forget. AT&T told us we all get the same deal. New customers, old customers, we all get the same deal. That basically means there's no deals, right? How do you spin that to be a good thing? Old customers get uh, the same deal as the new customers. That means they're not offering you shit, my brothers and sisters. I actually went to uh, an AT&T store. Got a new phone. I'm waiting for it to come in, you know, because it's in a shipping container somewhere in the middle of a harbor somewhere. So I'm waiting on it. But, uh, you know, they're checking my account and stuff. And the lady behind the counter, uh, Nicole, I owe her a pumpkin spice latte. She goes to me, you're paying way too much on your phone bill. I could save you a lot of money. You were on one of those lifetime plans, but those lifetime plans went bye-bye. And now you're paying way too much for your cell service. And I go, why are you being nice to me, Nicole? Because we're so used to that, right? And know what she said to me? She goes, because I'm a nice person, Greg. Now I'm going to save you about 20 or 30 bucks a month. And I'm like, well, thank you very much, Nicole. I'm going to get you a pumpkin spice latte. So we got that going on right now, which is, uh, which is nice. Pumpkin sucks. Well, I, uh, I did a few pumpkin ales over the weekend. Um, I, I honestly, as much as I make fun of the pumpkin spice, uh, I kind of like some of the pumpkin ales. Although Shiner let me down, man. And I've, I've been a huge fan of uh, the Shiner Brewery down there. And where are they? Austin, Texas. I like uh, really like their grapefruit beer because it's not too fruity. Uh, you know, a lot of people make fun of the fact that I like fruity beers. But I, I like just enough fruit. Just enough. And uh, Shiner um, definitely has some really, really good beers. But I tried, um, I tried their Oktoberfest. It was way too sweet. I did not like it at all. It was so bad that the the bar I was at, oh, I'll give him a plug. I was at Meehan's in Huntington because I was meeting up with some very old high school friends over the weekend. And uh, Pat goes, you like that? And I'm like, eh. and he goes, be honest with me. I'm like, ah, it's terrible. <laughs> so then I think, uh, what did he end up giving me? Like a shipwreck or something like that, which was a uh, shipwreck uh, pumpkin ale, I believe. It was pretty good. So I, I kind of like my pumpkin ales. Uh, I cannot lie about that. Greenport Harbor Brewing Leaf Pile Ale is good. I've had their uh, their stuff, Michael W. Burgeon Jr., and actually they do uh, they do a good job. I do like uh, I do like it. The, the problem was the problem with beer these days is there's so many little tiny mom and pop breweries that it, it's so hard to really become a, a fan of just one beer because every time you go to a bar, uh, those taps, man. When I was growing up, what two three taps. For beer tops, and now it's just rows and rows of taps, and you want to try every single one of them. I don't know how you you, you survive if you're a small uh, brewery in this day and age. No idea. Gary Krasinski with the callback. Miller, what's some of those other beers we got? Miller, another classic Opie and Anthony bit. Serious question. I'm going to read this cold. Uh, uh, Travis. 
Serious question. The reason I love the show and many others like it back in the early 2000s because nobody gave a shit about hurting feelings. With things being the same now, would you have been able to make the same ONA show today? Uh, no, man. The ONA show would be dramatically different. Because I don't think there would have been a company that would have allowed our shenanigans to the point we did it back in the day. But with that said, um, you know, as much as no one really gets along with each other, and I mean nobody. I mean, the, the bullshit that everyone's friends but me is just such crap and horseshit. No one hangs out with each other. No one really, really likes the other people. They tolerate the other people for careers and whatnot. But with that said... Um, in this new day and age, uh, you know, the, the main players especially were so damn talented that uh, the ONA show would have fucking crushed. It would have been different because we would have had to work around some of the, the new rules, but we would have absolutely crushed because the talent was there. I hope that answered your question, my friend. The Kristen Bell hang up. Yeah, that's some that's some that's some great shit, right? Uh, ONA show was one of a kind show. I miss it, but you were the key to it. Of course I was. That pains a lot of people. Of course I was. There's no doubt in my mind and no doubt in a lot of people's minds. Of course I was. Can say less on Facebook than you could on regular radio. Yeah, Facebook's scary. Everyone gets thrown into Facebook jail. Whoa, John, really? Uh, Brother Weeze is still banned from uh, Facebook. Yeah, he gets into it, man. He can't help himself, and he, he talks politics. He he literally can't help himself. It's a really interesting thing with Brother Weeze because he understands he if he talks too much about politics on his radio show, he's going to lose, lose like half his audience. He doesn't really talk politics on his regular radio show, but when he's off the air, he he'll fight anybody on Facebook. Anybody. Uh, oh, wait. Uh, uh, Billy saying, actually, Weeze is back on Facebook, John. Just replied to me this morning. Oh, okay. That's good. So when he's not doing his radio show, <clears throat> it's all it's all this energy that's just pent up. And he lets it fly on, uh, on Facebook and he gets in trouble. I think he's been in Facebook jail like two or three times in the last year alone, if I'm not mistaken. But he's smart enough to not go in too deep with politics on his radio show. That's actually kind of smart. Because there's uh, half the audience doesn't want you making fun of their guy. And I come from a place where, you know, you used to make fun of everybody and everything. But nowadays when you do that, man, you turn off people really, really fast. And, and Weeze understands that. I'm the opposite. I make fun of both sides. So I literally don't have, <laughs> I don't have a group that will latch onto my BS. Because I'll take the shots at the Biden. I'll take a lot of shots at the Trump. Obviously, I've taken more shots at Trump than Biden, but uh, man, I think I think Biden's a joke. I'm there. I think he's a joke. I'm not happy with the gas prices. The average is what three dollars and thirty-seven cents. Uh, yeah. Oh wow, that's that's a great point, Rachel. I wish people would realize politics isn't a personality trait. Yeah, one hundred percent. And they ain't doing anything for any of us. None of them are. None of them. Not one of them. I mean, Trump was brilliant with his marketing. He tapped into the, you know, the country's anger. But in the end, I mean, he didn't do anything for us either. Nothing of significance. 
now it's Biden's turn to not do anything of significance uh, for us. And there you go. Now I lost the Biden people and the Trump people. Going back to my point, thus then, I am a very stupid man. If I could just make believe I like uh, 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 one of the guys, then I, I could I could grow the audience because half the people would support me immediately. But I just am stupid and I can't do that. Pelosi's the worst, 100%. You know, I was in the... Uh, oh, wait. <laughs> I can't help myself. <laughs> so I got my hair cut for the first time in a year and a half. Really crappy uh, haircut. It's a, it's a girl's cut. It's really, really bad. And uh, I, also, uh, I also got my feet rubbed where they broke out a, uh, a mini uh, sand belt sander. And the Asian woman uh, took it to the bottom of my foot. And you you might want to earmuffs this, man. She takes the sand belt, the mini sand belt thing, to the bottom of my, of my foot. And the skin from not wearing shoes for over a year went flying everywhere. Everywhere. It was flying on her arm. It was flying across the room. I believe it was hitting my wife because she was sitting next to me getting her feet done and rubbed. But they didn't break out the, the sand belt uh, sander for her. Oh, my God. So I got the hair done, even though it's a girl's haircut. I got my feet rubbed, and they got rid of all the dead skin from not wearing shoes for a year and a half. I got a video of that, by the way. Uh, somebody remind me so I could post it. I keep forgetting to post it because I've uh, been kind of busy uh, lately. And then... I also went to the dentist and got my teeth cleaned for the first time in a year and a half. I usually go every, like, four to six months. And uh, Jennifer Ferris, hope you've become tippy Tom with the feet. <laughs> and Brian goes, there goes dinner. I warned you, though. Were there sparks? Very good. <laughs> uh, Pat Duffy, speaking of feet, a guy I work with, Got a hair splinter in his foot. I'd never heard of that before, but apparently a piece of hair can get under your skin and it's really painful. The hair they took out was over a foot long. Oh my God. I believe that. Wow. All right. So I went and got my teeth cleaned for the first time in a year, a year and a half as well because I was scared of the COVID. I'm still scared of the COVID. First of all, just like that little um, sand belt saw on the bottom of my foot, that's what was happening with my mouth when they took the, the water drill thing and stuff was flying all over the place. Because it's been a while. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, but look, I'm not the only one that didn't take care of some of these things. And finally, I am. So stuff is just flying out of my mouth as they're cleaning my teeth for the first uh, time in a year and a half. And... Um, and the smell was nothing short of horrific. And know what my thought was? I said to myself, this must be what Nancy Pelosi's gums smell like. <laughs> I wanted to make that joke because I was so uncomfortable, but I didn't know the political leanings in the room. You can't just make a joke like that when someone has one of those powerful, I don't know what they're called, uh, water uh, pick drills in their hand. Because, man, all I have to do is move, like, what, a millimeter and hit that gum, and you're like, oh, wow, does that hurt. No bueno. So, um, yeah, so I got the teeth done. I got the hair cut. I got the feet rubbed. 
Then I'm going to go for more real stuff, get my skin checked. Why am I telling you this? You don't care. You're not my therapist. And then, uh, I'm going to get my, uh, my, my, my moles looked at, uh, make sure everything's okay there. All right, obviously I got to regroup. So let me take a moment to talk about bird dogs. God, I love these guys. They got insanely comfortable stuff. I'm talking shorts, pants, joggers, and they got the built-in underwear. Nice, like real nice. And they're the most comfortable shorts, pants, and joggers I've ever owned. At the very least, go to their website, birddogs.com. Use the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, to check it out for yourself. And if you buy something from Bird Dogs, they're going to throw in a free Bird Dogs whistle tip football. You know, remember those Nerf Vortex howler footballs that whistle when you throw them? That football. It says talking points here. Talking points? I just know I love my bird dog shorts, especially with the built-in underwear. Insanely comfortable. It's like angel wings beating on your balls. They're perfect for literally doing anything. You're talking beach, you're doing a little brunch, golf, by the pool, working out. And they're sneaky, like sneaky in a good way. You see, they had this guy at Lululemons. He was a great designer. Bird Dog said, you're a great designer. You're coming with us. I think that means they stole the guy. And then he designed all this great stuff for Bird Dogs. BirdDogs.com, promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E. Seriously, check it out for yourself at the very least. Go to BirdDogs.com, enter the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, They're going to throw in that free Bird Dogs whistle tip football. It's that Nerf Vortex Howler football that whistles when you throw them. Remember, you could throw those things forever. Is ever an exaggeration? Okay, you could throw it for a mile. Yeah, you can't say mile either. You could throw it real far. Look how far I just threw the football. And I'm not even in the NFL. I think I threw it further than Tom Brady. It really is a must-have for the football season. Okay, that's BirdDogs.com, promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, and boom, a free Bird Dogs whistle tip football with your pair of Bird Dogs. You will not take these things off. I promise you. Check it out. BirdDogs.com, promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E. Alex Baldwin was sabotaged. Oh, that Donald Trump Jr., man. And, you know, he used to do our show, and I, I did like the guy, but... Man, it's getting ugly with the politics. He's got new t-shirts, something like uh, Guns Don't Kill People, Alec Baldwin does, and he's selling these t-shirts, and everyone's up in arms today. I mean, I think Donald Trump Jr. is just trying too hard. He's got to be pulling his back out because he's swinging way too fucking hard. Dick, you were lucky to have discovered Anthony. No, he wasn't. And he was lucky to have that opportunity with you. No, he wasn't. I get you're both bitter with each other, but take a step back and think what could have been, man. What are you talking about? The could have been, are you talking like the the 20, uh, I think it was over 20 years of radio we did end up doing together? What are you talking about? No shows last that long. Take a step back, man. Why would I want to do that? I like trying to push, I like pushing forward. It was uh, if it was up to me, I probably would not mention ONA ever again and just try to move forward with brand new stuff and new things to talk about. But it's really, really hard because it, there's such an interest in the uh, the Opie and Anthony years, and and then I'm not gonna lie to you, then you got people just fucking poking you all the time, so it does make it hard. 
it does make it hard to move on. But if it was my choice, I would just be like, yeah, man, O&A was great. That was so much fun. And then, you know, just just push uh, onto new stuff. But obviously, I, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be a hypocrite. It's very hard to do. It's extremely hard to do. All day long, people want to, like, uh, talk about it. So uh, the only uh, one from the show with no job shows who the talent was. I, but I have a, I, I, I can't. Anthony Norton, who obviously you're a hater because of your name. And don't worry, we'll just block you. One of my people will block you. But I have a job. What are you talking about? And I make decent money. Maybe it's not the job you want me to have, but my podcast is doing pretty well. You can hear the advertisers. So if you download an episode of the Opie Radio podcast, and uh, I'm sure you listen to every single fucking episode, uh, you obsessed weirdo, you'll hear sponsorships. I don't just put them on there for free, you dummy. So I'm making money at a job. And then my live streams actually make uh, some money for me as well. And then I got merch. Like, I have a job. It's not as... You're batshit crazy. Okay. We'll, we'll just get rid of you. Everyone just block him. Oh, my goodness. Like, like you, try to, you try to work through some of this with these people. And... Uh, all right, he's blocked. Uh, and, and, and they just don't want to hear it. Like, you can't just say, I don't have a job when it's obvious I have a job. Like, I can't argue that with people. You listen to the podcast. I got pre-recorded commercials from a third-party uh, company. And then I have live reads out the ass. I, I got, honestly, at times I got too many live reads. And then you get a guy, you know, you could say all this until you're blue in the face. This is what you got to deal with when you're in the public eye. And it doesn't matter. The truth doesn't matter to these people. He'll say it another hundred times that I actually don't have a job. It might not be the high-profile, holy crap, making millions type of job, but I got a job. Uh, yeah, he's a hater, but he listens. Yeah, they're very, very obsessed, aren't they, huh? I was speaking of gas. I was speaking about Biden. I'm sick of paying $3.37 average for a gallon of gas. And uh, they were saying that there's a gas station on the Pacific Coast Highway. Maybe someone could Google it for me. Uh, it's like one of the only gas stations in that area. They, over the weekend, the, the price per gallon was something like, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with $17 a gallon. If I read that correctly, I'm not sure now though. Anthony's been throwing extra darts lately. He has the troll and he gets the trolls fired up. Yeah. I, I told you, I mean, how weird is it that the, I, look, I get a little hate from the Howard Stern people and a little hate from other shows we beat up in the past, but um, the overwhelming majority of hate I get all these years later is from the guy that I introduced to this fucking business. You know how absolutely insane that is and how ridiculous that is? He always was and always will be just a punk, an absolute punk. God. Brian Bernard, uh, seven fifty a gallon. I thought it was higher than that. I got the seven part right. All right, so maybe it was seven fifty a gallon. There's one gas station on the Pacific Coast Highway, somewhere in the Big Sur area, and they know they got you by the balls. You know, if you're running out of gas as you're driving through, you're gonna pay seven dollars and fifty cents a gallon. But I gotta tell you, it's worth every single penny. Every single penny, because that ride on the Pacific Coast Highway from L.A., 
uh, the first 100 miles or so uh, isn't that great. But then it gets absolutely amazing when you're on that uh, PCH from L.A. to San Francisco. I've done that ride probably three times in my life. And, man, I slowed way down and really, really enjoyed it. It was absolutely amazing. Uh, Opie, Opie is a glutton for punishment. He created his own troll base, and he grows apple trees knowing he's allergic. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Go visit Anthony on his show. He talks about you a lot. I think he misses you. <laughs> oh, my God. What else is going on? You know when I say what else is going on, that means I don't have anything else, right? That's That was that was an old trick in radio. So what else is going on? And, you're, and your whole head is like, hamada, 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 hamada. And you're looking around like, oh, what thought starter can I get going here? Hamada, 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 hamada. Remember when Opie was funny? See, the, the word got out to, you know, jump on this and, and beat me up today. So um, I'm funny. Uh, sounds pathetic that I have to say that, but I am because you're buying into some garbage bullshit. There is, uh, I would say, hundreds of hours of material online that proves that I'm funny, but keep uh, reciting the same old talking points. It's no different than reciting some old political talking point and trying to make it your own, even though it's been said a million fucking times. <laughs> there you go. You could be like Kelly Ripa and ask uh, what else was going on and then magically find a printed paper to talk about. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I told you, I watched, uh, you know, because I'm kind of like home these days during the day and I watch a lot of the daytime TV. It's fucking horrendous how bad it is. Kelly Ripa, maybe someone could look it up, but I, I would bet you that she makes probably like $10 million a year to do that show with Ryan Seacrest. It is god awful this isn't even close to one of my better live streams and it's way more entertaining than anything those two do every single day on network tv it is horrendous how bad it is horrendous and and they don't have any uh they don't have chemistry whatsoever kelly rip a fart or something there you go there you go. Uh, give that one to Jimmy. I mean, Jimmy will pay top dollar for that one. That one's just fucking amazing, brother. Hughes and uh, Seacrest, Magic Man Radio Heaven. I, I, I ran into him at the, uh, at the Starbucks on Columbus Avenue, and I got my picture with Ryan Seacrest. Um, <laughs> and he knew who I was, by the way. And it was just awkward because I'm like, oh, shit, he knows who I am. So then I was wondering if he knows that I've just taken stupid shots at him all these years because he's like he's everything that is wrong with regular radio just boring safe garbage and for whatever reason man he's the it man and they pay him stupid money to money to just give you a boring safe radio day in and day out there's nothing special about that guy whatsoever uh i'd rather oh yeah you'd rather clean opie's teeth than what that's really funny, Jennifer. <laughs> but man, that water pick drill, the crap was flying all over the place. I'm like, this is really, really embarrassing. And then I'm making all sorts of excuses like, you know, COVID. I, I couldn't get my teeth clean. And then the guy's like, we were here. We were, we were playing it really, really safe. You know, people were still coming in to get their teeth cleaned. 
And I'm like, yeah, but COVID, I was nervous. And, you know, I would have to take the mask off. And then you're leaning above me. And I feel like that's a great way to get it. So I was really nervous. And that's why I haven't been here in a year and a half. As shit's just flying all over the place. Oh, it was it was on his uh, his uh, are they called goggles? His 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 protective eyewear, whatever it's called in the biz. Some of it made it uh, onto his eyewear. I'm like, and I'm looking up, going, "Oh my god, this is so fucking embarrassing." Oh shit, I did have something, but maybe on the next live stream. So had a really really busy weekend. Uh, it was my wife's birthday, and in our house, we like do birthday. I mean, one day for a birthday is kind of ridiculous. So we do like birthday weeks or birthday uh, long weekends. So uh, we did a lot for my wife's birthday. That's why I was a little out of touch. And then I went out to Long Island and I uh, I hung out. It was sort of a reunion. It was like um, a whole bunch of people from my high school that I haven't seen. Some of them I haven't seen in over 20 years. And uh, I hung out with them uh, over the weekend uh, in Centerport, Long Island, to go um, local for everybody. I had so much fun, man. But uh, the stuff that was being said to me, I couldn't believe. So I just started uh, trying to remember everything that was being said to me. And I was, uh, I was texting my, my wife because uh, I felt like it was stupid for her to go because spouses, when you go to kind of like reunions and whatnot... You know, they're just kind of pushed in the corner because you want to, like, catch up with everybody. You want to have these quick five, seven-minute conversations with every single person in the room. And one guy, I mean, the whole event was four hours. This one guy told me a 20-minute story. I'm like, it's been over 20 years. I can't spend 20 minutes on on, on, on this story and how you're giving your music career one more uh, shot. And I'm like, oh, my, I started panicking. Like, I started panicking big time because I'm like, I, I, no. Everyone here understands you can't have a 20-minute conversation. There was over 100 people there. So you want to spend, even if you're spending five minutes on each person, you're not going to get to everybody. So a 20-minute conversation? Get the hell out of here. But uh, the stuff that was being said was so crazy that I started texting my wife. Uh, let me organize it, and I'll put it on, uh, I'll put it on uh, uh, a future live stream, maybe even on the next one. But like one of the things was... Uh, now that I got hearing aids, I can hear so much better. Don't tell my wife. These are from the top of my head. I'll, I'll get the whole list uh, for the next live stream. One guy goes, don't tell my wife. But when I was single living in Philly, I got laid because of you. Because I was like, you know, the famous one from, uh, from the class. And I guess this guy, he used to be a really old friend of mine. And then we, you know, we just went on different life paths, unfortunately. But he was a good friend. So I guess he would throw my name around when he was living in Philly and it got him laid. And he's telling me the story at this uh, this kind of reunion thing. and uh, But he's like, but don't tell my wife. And it was stuff like that. Another guy goes, do you remember being in the back of my, what did he say, my 72 Impala listening to Eric Clapton? It was stuff like that. But even crazier things uh, than that. And, and the one... There was one person that had a doozy of a line, and I got to figure out how I could say it on the live stream because, wow, was it uh, over the over the edge? Let's just put it that way. So I'm a little tired from that. It was fun though. It was uh, out there in um, Centerport, Long Island, on Saturday night, and then I came home like really late. 
I got in around one in the morning, something like that. And then my friend, uh, he calls me yesterday at uh, time to call. I was watching the Patriots. I was watching Tom Brady, man. The Buccaneers are 6-1, and one, and Brady's on fire, having one of the best years of his uh, career at 44 years old. And I was watching that. The game was out of hand pretty much after, uh, after the second quarter. And all of a sudden, my friend calls up. He goes, hey, you want to go see the Knicks? So I actually went to uh, Madison Square Garden last night, watched the Knicks and the, um, the uh, Orlando Magic game. And we brought our, our daughters, who are very close friends. So they're really close friends. And now me and the dad are, are uh, pretty close as well. And we had a really good time. And the garden does it upright. You can't go in without a, you know, a card. You got to show proof of vaccination. And they had it so organized that even though it was pretty packed and we were like moving around like cattle, I felt kind of safe, to be honest with you. And I didn't mind that I had to show my vax card. And I know that's a political thing for a lot of people. And it pisses them off. But I, I did not mind that uh, everybody around me, unless they were faking it, you know, they were vaccinated. And the game was good, but the Knicks lost. But the Knicks don't have a real shot at doing anything special. They might squeak into the playoffs. We all know that. But it was just good to be out at a big event, a sporting event. Um, I think that was the first sporting event I've gone to in like two years. It was It was... It was a damn good time. I, I really, really enjoyed that. It was, it was really, really nice. And, uh, oh, going back to Brady, I just tweeted this. So over the weekend, he, uh, he threw for his 600th touchdown, and then he finished the game. He's now at 602, I believe. And then there was a stat today. Ah, fuck, where's my Twitter? I want to read this to you. To put Tom Brady's 602 pass TDs in perspective, it's more than double these legends' career amounts. All right? So you got Troy Aikman. Everyone thinks Troy Aikman was a rock star. He only threw for 165 touchdowns in the regular season. Kurt Warner, 208. Terry Bradshaw, who won how many uh, Super Bowls? Uh, Where are my Pittsburgh people at? Five? He won five, right? I think. I don't know. He only threw for 212 touchdowns in the regular season. Steve Young, 232. John Montana, 273. And the closest to Brady, as far as these legends go, uh, John Elway, 300 uh, touchdown passes in the regular season for his career. I know Drew Brees is way above that. I think he's in the 500s, the high 500s, right? But Tom Brady has double the amount of touchdown uh, completions in the regular season than John Elway. That's nuts. Tom Brady is AI. No shit. No shit, my brother. He's insane how good he is. And he wants to play until he's 50. Or he says he knows he can play until he's 50. But he doesn't think he's going to do that because he doesn't want to waste too much more time away from uh, his family and his boys. Opie likes Jerry Seinfeld. Oh, okay, for uh, for comedian. <laughs> I'm not a fan of uh, Jerry Seinfeld's comedy, but I respect it, obviously. Um, he's had a hell of a career, not that it matters to you, that what I respect. But I respect the fact that he did it being incredibly clean. That's really hard to do because, you know, the dirty, edgy stuff always uh, sells a lot easier. I like the concept of comedians in cars getting coffee but I thought it was kind of lame and soft. But um, I binge-watched the last season that he did. 
Uh, he had Eddie Murphy on and uh, Louis Black and uh, a few others. I'm trying to remember all the people that were on that uh, that season. And man, he I think he decided that he's just going to say fuck it all. And he got way edgier with the last season of Comedians in Cars getting coffee. And I really, really enjoyed it. And I really, really enjoyed him. Oh, yeah. Jerry Lewis. He had Jerry Lewis on, right? Um, where they go out to breakfast. So fucking hilarious. Yeah, that was really good. And Jerry Lewis loved his bacon. And uh, Jerry Seinfeld's looking at him like, holy shit, look at all the bacon this guy's eating. And I'm thinking to myself, I think Jerry Lewis was pushing 90 at the time. I'm like, let him have all the fucking bacon he wants. He made it to 90. Pretty impressive. You learn. If you have any old people that uh, that are still in your, in, in your lives, you learn. When you see them eating like shit and not taking care of themselves, but they're like well into their 70s, early 80s, you realize like, man, they... They lived their lives. They raised their kids. They had their careers. And they just want to enjoy uh, the last few years of time they got on planet Earth. That's where their heads are at. But as a younger person, you can't wrap your head around that yet. But to them, they're like, man, I did it all. I'm just waiting for that day now. So I'm going to eat all the bacon I want. Because we try to get my dad to eat right at the end of his life. Although 74 is kind of young, you know. Um... But we realize, you know, two marriages, a career, raising seven kids, taking care of a, a mentally ill uh, wife. All he wanted in the end, man, was to hang out with his buddies at the VFW Hall in Kings Park, Long Island, drink beer, and eat chicken wings. And I finally got it. I'm like, I get it. Because we were trying to get him to eat dry salads or just like regular uh, broiled uh, chicken with nothing on it. And he was miserable. And in the end, he's like, man, I lived my life. This is what I want. I understand. I understand that th this could cut the, uh, you know, the rest of my life short, but I'm okay with that. And that's the difference between being uh, young and old and, and your perspective as a young person looking at an older, older gentleman that just uh, lived his life and just wants to enjoy it right to the last breath. With that, have a good night, guys. Uh, thanks for your love and your support. I really, really appreciate it. Um, the fact is, these obsessed haters, it's a small number compared to the people that are really, really cool in my life. And, and I, uh, I greatly appreciate it, and it doesn't go unnoticed, okay? All right. Uh, don't forget, we do kind of like the sunrise show in the morning. Um, eventually, I'll be talking in the morning, but uh, for now, I just kind of throw the camera out the window. As the sun's coming up over Manhattan and we all just kind of chill, drink coffee and hang out in the in the chat room. It's very light, very easy, no real drama at all. Um, honestly, no haters in there because they just know. <laughs> they just know it's too early and it's a great way to, uh, to start the day. So hopefully we'll see you on the next one, which will be tomorrow morning. Although I think it's going to rain a lot here in New York tomorrow, but still we'll do it anyway. We'll do it with the, you know, the clouds and the rain. Who cares? This guy just gave me $2.99, a, a super sticker, the 495 Marauder. I see his name a lot, and uh, I appreciate you, the 495 Marauder, um, proving that I got a job. See, I just got paid. I just got paid to do this. Yeah, but it was $2. Oh, it's $2.99. It's $2.99. I don't know. That just made me happy. Very, very happy uh, by seeing that. All right, guys, have a great night. We'll talk to you very, very soon. 
Bye-bye for now.